0: Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey there, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to episode 39 of Betting with the Bears. Puneet. It's Friday, Friday. Going to get some sleep on Friday.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm ready for the weekend. Uh, I'm ready for special Yeah, as Rebecca Black is, I'm ready to get some sleep in. Um, It's been a long week. Um, It's been a pretty good week, though, I will say. Uh, Yeah, I feel like, like, yeah, we've done pretty well.
0: We've rebounded nicely this week, so. Yeah, uh, before we start, I just have to issue the Cubs and Bears an apology. Um, We are deciding for our game prop of the day. We're deciding between the Heat and the Celtics under or the Heat under 26 and a half in the first quarter. Tweeneat left it up to me, and I let the Cubs and Berries down. Uh, I take ownership of that. I apologize. It, it won't happen again. It, it'll probably happen again. But uh, it was tough to see, knowing that I was the one directly responsible for us not going to a 4-0 day. So that hurts. I'll, uh, I'll, look, I'll watch the tape. I'll look at the analytics, and I'll, I'll be better. You'll skate better.
1: And you can't freak It's okay. I, I and- I, I've done that multiple times as well, so it's okay. Yeah, we we it, all it. do it.
0: I think I'm more mad at myself than Brown Bears mad at me, so that's good yeah, at least. 100%. Um, but hey, our, other than that, our picks did go well. Um, the Cream Hunt, we really had to sweat that out. But in the fourth <laughs> quarter, they just, just finally started. He had nine carries in the fourth quarter. Well, no. And, he had, okay. we, and he, he had one before then.
1: So we were still sweating that out because if
0: if you guys oh, yeah. watched
1: and you were tracking, so he got, what, two carries in the first three quarters? I think he had one. I think it was, uh, he might have had a second one to open up the third, but okay. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. So we had two carries for like seven yards and we were like, okay, this is not hitting. And and Matt was also beating himself up because he's like, we should have taken the Kemba over. We should have taken the Kemba. Over. We should have listened to you. But, yeah. Another thing that I talked us out of. Yeah. Tough. But that's okay. Um, So then in the fourth quarter, we see Kareem hump come out there. I'm like, all right, like, you know, maybe, maybe Chubb is getting a spell and we'll get a couple of yards here. He had three runs for about 35 yards or 30-ish yards.
0: And he... he was – I think so before that, I, I'm pretty sure he only had six yards rushing. And then on that drive alone, he got 35 to get the 41. No, he got 30 to get 40. I oh, thought, I thought he was oh, at 41. Well, over... We had the over-under at forty-one and a half, so I thought he was at 41.
1: Yeah, I
0: think but you're right. But either way, he got, he got there on three rushes, and we only needed like – we only needed one or two yards. And then and the then very next play – <laughs> Well no, then no the, then the very next play, Baker throws an interception. Well, no, first he went out. He went he called for a sub. Oh, you're right. And then Baker. And threw we were the pick. like, no,
1: and then we were like, okay, whatever. Like this is clearly his drive. They'll be fine. And Baker threw the pick.
0: Yeah, and, and the then the next and then when yeah. they got the ball back, they started out with Chubb, and we were like, please, God, no. But he, he ended up with eight he ended up with eighty six. Yeah. He had like a yeah, he had a forty yard run at the very end, which kind of sealed it for us and which was really happy. We and then the Heat. Yeah, the Heat—that's an obvious. I always ride the Heat as an underdog, and then the Lightning—they won an OT, and that under hit. So hopefully, people did that. Um, but before we do anything more, trivia question. Yeah, let's do it. Are you ready? So um, this was highlighted all over the broadcast in the football game, so you might have seen it. But so last night, Joe Burrow attempted sixty-one passes, which was a the most attempts ever without an interception as a rookie. And B, the second most pass attempts from a rookie ever. Do you know who had the most? Oof. I did not see that
1: graphic. But let's see here.
0: Which rookie? Is it a recent rookie? No, or... it was back in early 2000s. So this one's – you only probably would know the answer if you checked. Or if you saw the, if you saw the broadcast, I mean.
1: Early 2000s. Hmm.
0: Drew Brees? No, it was Chris Winky. Oh, geez. He had 63. You would take lost... him
1: because his last name is Winky.
0: Yeah, I love that last name. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had 63, and then Wentz's third, he had 60 in a game that was funny enough against Cincinnati. Ooh. Yeah. I guess they're, they're so, on the right side of history this time. Yeah, so Burrow, uh, I thought he looked good. We'll get go into did. more of that later, but 61 passes is just ridiculous. Yeah, his arm's going to fall off i know luckily he has a weekend to recover yeah um but so quicker on the sporting world before we get into the nfl and nba games um nhl lightning like we said before they won they uh going to the stanley cup they're the favorite they played the stars the the uh, lightning are better but the stars just might have some magic to them so i probably would stay away from that series line and just stay and just kind of feel out the first game or two and then bet it excuse me bet it from there
1: Yeah. So the, um, the line and the odds aren't out quite yet since uh, it is tomorrow, but I mean, I'm sure it'll be out shortly unless I missed it. Um, But um, yeah, I don't know. I, the lightning just has such a high powered offense. And I know in playoff hockey that, that generally doesn't translate as much, but they've just been able to score at such a good clip and, and just have looked so polished on the offensive end. um, And, and, I mean, they beat the Islanders, who I think have the best defense in the in the NHL playoffs at this point. Yeah. Um, so and and they beat them pretty handedly. I mean, I think they they should have won that series four one, not four uh, two. But I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I I need to do a little bit more of a deep dive into this, but but just uh, you know, hundred foot view. I, I'm thinking. The Lightning should be able to win the series.
0: Yeah, so they just put out the odds overnight. They're minus one eighty-two to win the series, which actually isn't as bad as I thought. And the yeah. Stars are plus one sixty. <clears>
1: um, yeah, that's not bad.
0: But yeah, I mean the Lightning dominated games five and six, but they only scored one goal in game five and two goals in game six. And but the the Islanders is probably the best defense they'll play. Right. So that's why we are always in on the under because the Lightning yep. have such a good defense, and so do the Islanders. Um, this one we'll have to feel out a little bit. But yeah, so game one's on Saturday. Uh, that'll be fun to watch. Granted, like it's, it's hard really to watch these when when the NBA is going on, but yeah. still, game ones At least on Saturday. Find the track, yeah. Maybe we'll stream it on a different on a different one. But um, so to the NFL, Bengals Browns. That was actually a really fun game. I really enjoyed watching that. <laughs> I know.
1: I mean, we we hyped it up as a toilet bowl, and I think everyone else expected it to be a really boring game. But yeah, that was a fun fun game to watch. Uh, the, the both offenses showed out, and that's exactly what like the NFL wants is. Um, scoring so uh, i mean it, it's it was a fun thursday night game and a competitive one
0: for the most part as well yeah until the end the, i mean the Bengals really got screwed and they didn't score a touchdown when they had the ball at the one yep um, To open and up the second we, half yeah yeah which is in the third quarter um but yeah i'm, I'm glad we didn't take this this game under because i remember when we were talking about it i was like you know thursday nights are weird you probably just shouldn't touch it so at least that part i got right, right. um but yeah, I, I, uh, luckily the Bengals did backdoor cover, so we did tell people to cover, even though that w- wasn't really how the game went. But hey, um, and, and this was, yeah, exactly. W's a W. Uh, I, I could put some lettuce on that. I'll take it. Um, and this is a line that that I stole from you when you texted it me texted it to me. But I think what we did was we overreacted. We overreacted to week one about how bad the Browns looked, and then how okay the Bengals looked. Really, like, you know, the Bengals didn't look so bad. Yeah. But, this, and this is your point. I'm just repeating it from you, but the Bengals played uh, like and another med team in the chargers and they kind of looked okay. And whereas the Browns just got pasted, but they played the best team in second best team in football.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously uh, we, we mentioned it too, that we don't want to overreact to week one. We don't want to overreact to week one. And that's such a common foul, a, a common thing to do. But of course, here we do. Here we go. We did it again with the Browns. Um, so, We'll do a little bit more uh, research for our, uh, our Saturday episode and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully um, not fall into this trap like we did with the Browns game. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was a pleasant surprise, I suppose, to see the Browns. I still hate them, uh, but I mean, I guess it was nice to see them not poo, ding, 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 poo, I Said it again, um, not poo the bed um, like we thought they were going to and uh, kind of live up to the expectations of that offense.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, the one thing to note, I mean the most I guess the most important thing that I came out of it really wasn't, I mean the the Bengals stink, so like the Browns running all over them, that didn't really surprise me, but yeah. AJ Green just looks cooked. He had yeah. 13 targets and he only had 3 catches for 29 yards. Yeah, he uh he looks old. He looks shaky. Yeah. Um
1: it, I guess father time has uh caught uh, caught up to him, so his his injuries too i think have just taken pretty much any spring out of his leg so yeah i mean he, he missed see, like
0: but... he missed like the second half of the 2018 season and then he missed all of last year yeah so I mean, he he, yeah i think a game he in
1: two years basically
0: yeah so i think he might just be toast so i have him in one of my leagues i don't know if Me i'll too. drop him yet cuz the 13 targets can't ignore that but he just looks like he's cooked so i'm i'm willing to bet that burrow will move off from him moving forward but i really thought burrow looked good he had some some like boneheaded sacks where he thought he could get out of it I mean, he'll learn that in the NFL you can't do that but overall I I thought he looked good I mean he he threw 61 times he didn't throw an interception and he just has such a command of the pocket that when the Bengals do get a good offense I I think that he I mean he's gonna be MVP candidate eventually
1: yeah I mean he's showing the poise he had a uh, tear I, I know you say that uh he had a couple boneheaded mistakes inside the pocket, but he also had a couple great escapes. I will, I will give
0: him. Yeah. That. So, yeah. It goes both. He liked the Carson yeah. Wentz syndrome where like he has some incredible escapes and then also some sacks. Yeah, like, but, dude I mean, that's,
1: that's pretty much every quarterback though, especially younger quarterbacks. They're going to make those mistakes and you can't really be that hard on them for it. I think you more so look at the overall product and I think overall, yeah, you, just like you said, he'll, he'll definitely end up being an MVP conversation at some point in his career.
0: Oh yeah, no, I wasn't. I mean, I was just. I mean, that was like the only only bad to highlight was yeah, 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 yeah. Overall, he played really well for right. sure. Um, so yeah, I don't know the the Browns. I I still don't really have that much faith in them. I think that people. Uh, I mean, obviously. I think this is going to be a week two overreaction, honestly, because yep. like, oh look how good they look. I mean, they do play your WFTs next week.
1: Mm. So that'll be well, a fun I'll, game. That'll be a TBD based on how the WFTs play this weekend. So yeah,
0: we'll uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow. In the our sets. Call the
1: WAFS instead of the WFTs because I'm getting sick of saying that. It's too much, too much to think because I'm going to say the WTFs.
0: More yeah, I mean, than not. well, depending on how good they're playing, you can be like they're the WTFs or if they're yeah, if they're playing badly, they're the W the, the WTFs. WAFS, WAFS, the WAFS, the wop wa- No, please, God, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you call call them the WAFS, the wet ass players. Yeah, wet ass players. Yeah. Um. Right. Yeah, I mean Thursday night game between the Browns and Bengals. We can move on from there Um, to the NBA game, and I just want to highlight again that sorry about the first quarter under. Although to be fair, Goran Dragic they like they had twenty six points. We had it at twenty six and a half, and Goran Dragic hit a shot with eight seconds left that he he had just missed. We would have hit that and got had 0 So yeah, this this was on me, but it was that was really tough to see.
1: (laughs) That was heartbreaking because. Matt texted me with about three minutes to go, maybe two and some change. And, uh, the heat were at 26 and he was like, well, the under for the first quarters cooked, I'm an idiot. And I was like, it's all right, whatever, like shit happens. And and they go like over two minutes without a bucket and the Celtics take the lead. And, you know, the Celtics get kind of, they go on like a six Oh run or something like that. And, um, I was like, holy cow, this, he might actually have just reverse jinxed that. And, of course, as soon as I think that Dragic just drains that, that teardrop off the baseline layup. And I know. Like, That's like the most
0: tough. Typical Dragic shot, who is oh, just I incredible.
1: Know. Oh, man. But, when he, um, I, I will say, just before we like go over the game, in the fourth quarter when he went behind the back, lost the ball with Tice on him, and then just ran back to the three-point line and heaved up a shot, and it just, it just swished it
0: in to To give them a five point lead, I that was insane. And in the, the final so minutes good. of a game, that yeah. was like I know you, I know you hate this player, but that was such a Steph Curry play. Like dribble around, go behind your back, like lose control, and then just catch it and fire. Yeah, like, without even it, without even looking at the basket. Yeah, I
1: 100 percent agree.
0: Yeah, it looked like such a Steph Curry shot. But
1: yeah,
0: again, I don't I don't even know. I'm running out of things to say about the Heat because so in game in game one quarters two and four they scored over 30 in games or in quarters one and three, they put up less than 20 here. So the heat were a little more balanced emphasis on a little, but the first quarter, like we said, they, they put up 28. So, um, and in the second quarter they put up 19. So I was like, if we just flipped those like second quarter under, we would have hit. So 19 in the second quarter, and then they scored 37 in the third and they outscored Boston by 20 points in the third quarter. They were down by 15 at the end of the, at the end of the half. And they were up by five going into the third quarter or fourth <laughs> quarter. It's insane. There was at one point where they were down by as much as 17 yeah, in the third I, quarter. And then they, they were leading at the end of it.
1: They are, yeah. I mean,
0: they're, I guess it serves them
1: right. They're in Disney World. They like theme parks. They like roller coasters. And uh, I mean, that's be, what they put us through. Yeah. It, it honestly is just an emotional roller coaster. I texted Matt in the first quarter, and I was like, this game looks awful. And he was like, they've done this before. Don't worry. Then I texted him again in the second quarter and I was like, this game sucks. They're over. It's over. There's no way. And we both then started to be negative Nancy's. And then I changed it to watch the, the toilet bowl. Um, and when I turned back, the heat were down three and I was like, Oh God, like I just missed, I missed them going on a crazy run again. And and here we go, Miami. Let's, let's write this exact same
0: book for what like the fourth time in a row. I know they do it all series. That's fine. As long as, as long as they come out winning, I, I think they broke in the Celtics. That zone defense they played in the second half, yeah, Boston scored right. 31 in the first, 29 in the second, and then the Heat switched to a zone, and Boston court scored 17 in the third and 24 in the fourth. So one thing, I think the biggest thing to highlight is when you do take a game under like this, don't be discouraged by high scoring in the first and second quarter, because almost always the, the second half is going to be lower scoring yeah. than the first half. Um, So if you can honestly, if you can get a prop on that, which which half will see more scoring, take the second half. I've seen that on like DraftKings and some other bookies, um, because I guess the Heat might put up 37 in the third quarter. The Heat just don't defy the laws of normal physics in basketball. But generally, the second half is less scoring. So even if in the first quarter and second quarter, like the over looks like at one point the over was tracking to be 218 and a half, and then and ended up at 207, and we we had we we would have chosen it at under 210. So. Just don't be discouraged by, like, crazy scoring at the beginning because it almost always corrects itself in the second half when defenses tighten up.
1: Yeah. Um, the, yeah, this game was uh, – I know we'll, we'll go over um, – well, will we go over? Because, I mean, this is our our weekend episode, so uh, – our last episode. Yeah, we won't go over game three. Is, okay, well, let's, let's chat a little bit then about – well, before that, I know we're probably going to have a debate about this, but let's just talk about Marcus Smart.
0: Yeah, so – um, after game two, this was coming out from all the reporters. Uh, and this is a quote tweet from someone. I forget who, but well, Adam Silver will listen to it. He'll give him the correct credit. But quote unquote, Marcus Smart is screaming in the Celtics locker room and there's a bunch of argument going on. Smart comes out to say, y'all on that bullshit. Team isn't Smart is in the bathroom and they're still screaming coming from the locker room. Um, end quote. But apparently there was also like people heard like people throwing shit and stuff to me. Like, I don't know. I mean, I get that Marcus Smart is the heart and soul of the team, but, like, that's not the way to rally the troops is to just, like, call them out and be like, you guys are on that bullshit. I'm fine. You guys are on that bullshit. Not me, well, not yeah. Marcus Smart.
1: I mean, see, that's the thing, and that's where things kind of get construed. We don't know exactly what was said. All we know is that Marcus Smart was blowing up, basically. Um, and, I mean, he's the emotional leader of that team. I think if anyone's allowed to lay into the Celtics, it'll be him because he will fight and go to war against a single person and any opponent that tries to do that and he'll ride for his teammates. But I also think he's at this point, you know, one of the locker room leaders, he, he has showed up in these playoffs and I think he has respect of the locker room to be able to lay into him like that. And I mean, deservedly so They did blow two big leads in both of these games. So, I mean, you know, it's one thing coming from the, one of the coaches, uh, and coming from the media, but coming from one of your own teammates, I personally think that that, will fire them up. I, I'm i perfectly fine with – because, I you know, I bet the Heat in the first two games, and I was very happy because I, I, I've i made a lot of money off of the Heat. But I will happily bet a good chunk of money on the Celtics to win game three. And if they go down 3-0, so be it. But I, I really think that this they're going to rebound big time in this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, Marcus Smart is – I'm not arguing that he's, like, the emotional leader. But if I'm, like, Jason Tatum or, like, Kemba Walker – like, Marcus Smart shot five for thirteen. Like Marcus Smart, if it's not your game, just accept that it's not your game and stop shooting. There's so many there's so many times where Marcus Smart shoots and everybody on the heat is like, Thank God he just shot that. That's the yeah, like I mean, that's the conundrum with Marcus Smart. Like if you're gonna be the um, emotional leader, then you have to also be the like if you're gonna like be grilling teammates and like tell them they're on their bullshit, you also generally have to be the best player on the team.
1: I disagree with that. Um, that you you mean like you can look at Draymond Green? He's just absolutely the emotional leader of Golden State, and he's nowhere close to the best. Yeah, but player he never but
0: he never shoots.
1: Yeah, but I mean he can he stinks it up from time to time. I mean you you can't. I I don't like that you you can be like oh well because he's not playing well he's not out of in the into teammates. I mean he also hit four five threes in the first quarter of the last game. Yeah, so. game one. Yeah, of the last game,
0: uh, but like right, but that didn't I mean, happen. Like he didn't do that after game one, like when he had a good game. Well, I mean that's because it was only one
1: game, but I mean blowing two back to back leads like that. Of course, you're going to be frustrated. That's when frustration starts to hit. So I don't blame him for it. I think that I think that this was warranted. Honestly, they needed it. I think they needed to get kind of yelled at and woken up. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and, I mean I, I I agree with that too. But I think like that's such like an old school way of like firing up your team is just like laying into them especially when it's your own teammate like i just i don't know to me that like seems better coming from a coach who's like who's like supposed to be like the authority figure and like the coach of the team not marcus not like one of their players marcus smart um i mean i, I totally agree that he's like their emotional leader but i think that more manifests itself on the court when he like has a huge defensive play or takes a charge and like fires the whole team up it's different it's just different when you're losing i mean
1: yes i agree it's different when you're losing but I don't know. I think that now you're going to see a fired up Celtics team. I mean, there's no, I don't think there's any other way around this. Sometimes motivation works in different ways. And, and I think that sometimes, especially in this high level of, of basketball, obviously the highest level in the world, those those things that we think would work normally, like A, coach yelling i don't like i don't see brad stevens yelling he's not that no that's his not coach. his that, that yeah that, that's not his mo and i don't think. i don't i wouldn't you know like if an assistant coach or anything started yelling at the team everyone would be like all right screw off but as a as someone if it was i think if it was somebody who was like a bench player like when michael porter jr said what he said against the nuggets everyone roasted him for it Yeah, hell, that might have worked, too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened with that. That's just the Nuggets just being on a completely different planet. But, I mean, you know, for example, Jalen Brown was asked about it after the game, and and he said, that's why we love Marcus. He plays with passion, and that's what they expect from him. Yeah, but no one's going to come out in the media and dog him. Well, I mean, obviously, but, again, you have Michael Porter Jr. dogging his teammates. I mean, you've seen it in the past. But his teammates didn't dog him about saying that. Is what was my point. I mean, I'm sure they did. But
0: but not um, to the media.
1: But, uh, I, I again, it's – I feel like people – and, again, people – it's a very higher level of play. I think people respond because they're at already such that high level and such a high-stress environment that I don't think that this getting yelled at by a teammate is going to make them tuck their tails or whatever. I don't think it's going to mean they're imploding. I mean, if they played, like – a com like a very very, very bad game all around everyone played terribly, and it was a random player to start yelling at them, then yeah, maybe, but like they they should have won this game and they blew it for the second straight time, and one of the best all around players, one of the playmakers on their teams, one their locker room leader has every right to yell at them i mean i I don't know in high school, like I've had our like locker room leader who wasn't necessarily the best player yell and get into us for, you know, not having enough energy in the first half or something like that. And yeah, we come out firing afterwards because it kind of like wakes you up where you're like, Oh man, like we, we got to get our shit together. I, and I think that's what's happening here. I, I think he, he has every right to be the one to yell. I, I, I will always give that to the locker room leader. Who's the passionate guy. If Draymond, I, as much as I hate him, if he's the one yelling at the Warriors, yeah. then so be it because, that type, that's the type of person you want laying into your
0: team. As if I
1: was Brad Stevens, I would love every second of this.
0: I I think it's bullshit. And Jalen Brown even said last year that he doesn't respond well to that when it was with when it was Kyrie.
1: Well, Kyrie's also an asshat. I I, I think that everyone. I don't think Kyrie had the stature in Boston to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, isolated
1: himself from his teammates. Marcus Smart plays for his teammates. Kyrie, I think, isolated himself away and pushed himself away from his teammates the second he stepped into Boston. So I don't think he had, he wasn't a locker room leader by any means.
0: Yeah, they they loved Kyrie that first year in Boston. It was really, it was really the second year when this all went went down. I mean, this was like in the middle of like their their whole implosion last year. But like someone like Kyrie was like doing his typical Kyrie stuff, like yelling at the team, and Jalen Brown was like. It was just like, that's not how like I get motivated. Like I don't need to get yelled at. I'm a grown man. So yeah, it, I, some people, some people need it. Like I could see Tatum needing it. Some people don't. I just think that it's not a good look when like you hear people just screaming and throwing things in the locker room. Like, yeah, you can be pissed, but like it's, I don't, I just, it doesn't sit well with me when a teammate calls out his, his other teammates.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, we don't know exactly what was said. That's it's just that's... it's
0: just difference of opinion. Like you like that, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. And no, I, no one's right or wrong. It's just difference of opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we'll see. I think that they'll respond well to this, similar to how Kemba called himself out and then. Yeah, that's well. totally I different think... though. He called himself out. I get it, but I mean, you're calling your your team out. You're a part of that team, so that's how. No, it he's, did, he he but... said I haven't been good enough, Marcus Years... Morris. Did... I mean, no, no, no. I'm just talking about. We don't know exactly what was said. All we're hearing is y'all on some bullshit, but we, oh, yeah. he no, could have very well, Marcus
0: Smart could have very well been saying, we all suck right now. This is terrible. We suck. Like, Oh yeah, no, I know. I was just saying that like, Kemba can call himself out because all he needs, like, he just needs himself to play better. Like he knows that he, if when he plays better, that's like, that's it. But Marcus Smart could call his teammates out and someone could not like it and not play and not play better because of it. And I it think it goes both ways. I yeah.
1: Mean, the, we'll see how they respond in game three.
0: Yeah. I think that, um, the biggest thing is like causation not mess not, not, not might not necessarily mean yeah. correlation. Yeah. So like the Celtics could come out and not be good, but that doesn't mean that Marcus Smart did the wrong thing. And then the opposite could be true. They could come out on fire, but it could that it doesn't mean that it was like oh everyone's going to attribute it to Marcus Smart, but it could oh, just be that hedging your bets here. I see for Game
1: well, Three. I well,
0: can't. No, <laughs> I'm saying that goes that goes both ways. Like, let's, yeah, that's like, what I mean.
1: You're hedging your bets.
0: <laughs> yeah, but no, no. All I'm saying is that. I I don't want to put what happens in game three solely like, well, Marcus Smart laid into them. Of course, they're going to play better or Marcus Smart laid into them. So, of course, you know, of course they they were imploding.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can't. Obviously, that's that'd be dumb to say this is the sole reason for whatever's going to happen in game three. But the media is going to do that. So expect to hear it in game three by the commentators.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm already going to be annoyed.
1: Yeah, I know. That's your that's your basketball purism coming into play. But I mean, last thing I'm going to say, um, I, I, like I said, I think they're going to win Game Three. One thing that you mentioned that that I just wanted to finish out with is you said how last year when Kyrie kind of got into them, uh, Jalen Brown was like, "Yeah, I don't need that type of criticism. That's implosion when you're going against what your teammate says." This year, Jalen Brown was like, "Yeah, he's the, you know, he's passionate. We need that from him. That's not that. That's that's a." complete 180 of what he was saying last year so that I guess there's a difference but anyways that that's my last point so you if you have anything you want to wrap up with that's fine I think yeah in game three.
0: yeah I guess my thing is like the Celtics didn't lose today because of effort they just they got coached in their own defense so like this whole thing like all this will fire them up like the effort wasn't I guess I didn't see effort as their issue it wasn't like when you watch the Sixers play or when you watch the Clippers play that was effort like they they were just done and that wasn't really what the Celtics issue was so they can try harder but if Tatum is going over two from three, if Marcus Smart's going two of six, if Tice only has six points, then like it's not going to matter how much effort, more effort they're giving. That's all. Cool.
1: That was fun. That was that we got a little uh, heated there. I liked it. We
0: got yeah, a little Miami
1: Miami heated. I like. If it. only this
0: was about Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <clears throat> today's game, Friday. Lakers Nuggets is at nine. I would really wish they could make this earlier. There's no other game on.
1: Make it at I seven.
0: Know. Yeah. But I it's, mean, it's because it's the West Coast.
1: But that's stupid because they're in
0: freaking Miami. I mean, Orlando. I know. but So like the West Coast <laughs> team, like the West Coast players can, or the people um, that live in the, the West fans, Coast can watch yeah. it when they're not at work. But, but either it, way, who We're cares? all at home. It, I know. It, or just, just like cut the difference game. and make it at eight. So then it starts at five there. Yeah, seriously. Wow. Um, but Lakers are favored by seven. They're minus 305. Denver is plus 245. All right. You want to hear a cool stat? Let's hear it. So, LeBron in his career
1: um, is 27 21 in game ones of playoff series. Um, So, I think that one thing we're probably going to talk about a little bit here is is kind of feeling out a series and how he does that. He's one in five in his last six game ones. And, like, he, so he, then this year specifically, he lost to to Houston by 15 in the second round and seven to Portland in the first round. So, uh, we've mentioned it before, but I think this is the first time I've actually personally looked at into the stats of game one but he is just the ultimate like i'm gonna feel out game one and i don't care if we lose player
0: yeah and i I feel like the only time i can remember him coming out just a ridiculously on fire in game one was against the uh warriors but yes. that was because he knew that they needed to steal a game because exactly. they were the they were the overmatch team yes. where and like every series that we're talking about they're the, they're the better teams like he can afford to feel out a series right so the one in five
1: um his last game ones, uh it it goes back to his last year in Cleveland because yeah, and know, the, this is his first year making the playoffs with the Lakers. So uh that was when, you know, they played Boston in the in the Eastern Conference Finals and got whom, just
0: Yeah, they just were down destroyed. too low in that series.
1: Yeah, they got destroyed game one. Um and then uh, that was also the Eastern Semis and the Eastern First Round, and I think he they lost to Indiana in the first round of that year, and then and they beat
0: the Raptors in the second round. Beat, yeah, and
1: they swept him that that. So that was also, I mean, he's Lebronto. that's he's always owned Toronto. Yeah, he's, so that, yeah, that doesn't, but yeah, I mean, just to, to give you some context there. Um, yeah, yeah, so I think he's he's definitely the, the one not to overreact on Game One and not really show much emotion as or show much kind of. Worry. as he Yeah, and worry because he clearly is just trying
0: to figure out what the team does. Yeah, so. and it's LeBron. Trust, trust in the king. So, the exactly. reason we're highlighting this is I think we're both going to take the Nuggets to cover and we're both going to take the, the player, Braun. I think he's going to score under 27.5. Yeah,
1: so I'm, I'm very comfortable with the Nuggets plus seven. I think that should hit. Um, and, uh, yeah, in terms of the player prop, 27.5. Um, so, he's gone – uh, in those last five game ones, or last six game ones that we talked about, he's only gone over once, uh, over 27 and a half once, and that was when he scored that 51 uh, points against the Warriors in game one of the NBA Finals with Jr. blowing it at the end of the
0: yeah, board. Yeah, uh, uh, J.R. <laughs> so clearly, um,
1: uh, he continuing with the theme, he's he feels out these first games just to kind of get a, get a flow for, for what the opponent is doing, and then afterwards is when he starts to turn it on a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And the only thing that, um, like I am worried about with the nuggets is game one, like for, for whatever reason, they only get up when they have their backs against the wall. So game yeah. one of the Clippers series, they got absolutely pasted and everyone was like, Oh, this series is over. So there is the chance that that'll happen in this game. So I think that we're, um, we're not quite like in on taking like either, either the Lakers to win or nuggets money line or any really other spreads. I think for me, this is kind of, you know, LeBron feels out of series. I think I'm going to feel out this series. Um, if anything, I think the highest chances that the Nuggets cover, but there is the opportunity of them just getting blown out like they did in game one against the Clippers. So this one is a little bit more of a risk, and especially with all the rest the Lakers have had compared to, like, the lack of rest that Denver's had, there's always that chance that the Lakers just blow them out.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you're always going to run that risk, um, you know. And was it, was it game one that the Clippers – Or was it game two that the Clippers blew out the Nuggets? You know, that's that's
0: what I was saying. It was game one.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, obviously, you know, I don't know. No good Clippers, just want to say it. But, uh,
0: yeah,
1: Lakers, it's not even the Lakers thing. It's it's a LeBron thing. I don't – every team he's played with, it's just you never know what to expect coming into game one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think the realm of possibilities, I think, is either the Nuggets cover – well, I, I don't know. Obviously, that's it. But I think, like, the of possibility <laughs> is, is if it, it's a close game that the Nuggets cover or the, the Lakers just blow them out. Like, I don't see this being a game like a wire-to-wire win in favor of the Nuggets. No, no way. Which I guess I just said, like, either the Nuggets cover or they don't cover. <laughs> but yeah, but, I know. but what I was saying was, like, like, there's a round possibility that the Lakers blow them out. But I don't think there's a round possibility that the Laker, that the Nuggets, like, that it's not a close win by them. Yeah. Like, game one of the Rockets and Portland series, the Lakers were down that entire game. And that's Uh, what I don't see happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've been off a little bit longer. um, But at the same time, Nuggets probably have dead legs at this point after playing two seven-game series like that and having to come back from 3-1. Yeah, so – yeah, it'll –
0: In that point, I say take the under.
1: Yeah, agree. I I do think that the under is going to be in play again here.
0: Yeah, it's um it's, uh, it's at two eleven. Oh, it was at two ten last night. Oh, so it's going up. Hmm. Yeah. I would uh, I'm comfortable in, in the under for this game. I think that like both teams have dead legs. The Lakers they have they, they're they they've shown that they can put on like a really good offensive showing. They've oh. also shown that they could just have one of the worst shooting performances you'll ever see. Right. So I if mean, that's gonna happen, it'll probably
1: happen in game one. And another thing to keep in mind: uh, the Lakers came out and said they're going to switch back to their traditional center playing, where uh, Dwight and Javale are going to be rotating in and out. So that one hundred percent is going to slow the game down. So keep that in mind and keep that in mind too—that the pace will definitely
0: drop. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand what's like why the Lakers are so infatuated with that. They very clearly play their best when Anthony Davis is at the five. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because he, he doesn't like it, so they're doing it to protect him. But yeah, for but sure. my man, Rick, you're in the Western Finals. I know. Come on, just just suck it up for two series and win. And like you're gonna win. Yeah, I know. It's it's
1: dumb, but they probably just don't want him getting eaten by Jokic. Um, Yeah. So
0: who knows? Well, he's skinny Jokic now, so he's probably starving.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like me right
0: now, to be honest. Yeah, I'm starving just talking about it. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yeah. All right. So official take: I'm going to have the Nuggets to cover. Okay. Yeah. I'm with that. I think L- I Lakers like win too. nuggets cover. That's my, official. I know I kind of said literally every outcome is in play. So <laughs> you're, you're welcome for that. But, um, but yeah, official prediction, Lakers win nuggets cover. Yeah. So
1: if you get anything, uh, uh, Matt said everything else. Uh, so you can only uh, reward or only the ones that you win, Thanks, Matt. The ones that you lose,
0: that's your own risk. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's correct. I I was more just talking myself through it. So <laughs> talking through every single – I was like Dr. Strange. And I was just seeing every possible outcome before I'm able to determine a final one.
1: How many do we win?
0: <laughs> well, two. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Not, not um, one, but two. <laughs> not one, not two. Yeah, not, all right. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'm going to have to go with the same thing here. Um, that they'll cover – but Nuggets will cover, but the Lakers should squeeze out the win. Uh, I I, know I've gone with the dogs. I, I took the Nuggets, and I took the Heat Money line these last two games, and, and I've had success, and it's been fun.
0: But I think I'm going to curb my enthusiasm here for a little bit. Uh, yeah, and also just respect the King. I think, yes. I think mainly you were just saying, like, the, these Clippers are going to implode, and you were on that. I was not, so – um, I think that, yeah, respect the King. Maybe not, like, in game one, but for the series. And the series line, like we said, I think we said this on the uh, preview pod, but they're minus 625, so Vegas doesn't really give the Nuggets much of a chance. Granted, they didn't give the Clippers much of a chance either, yeah. Well, they didn't give the Nuggets
1: a chance against the Clippers,
0: yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 that's what I meant to say. But yeah. Did Um, you give uh, who you think will win game three for Miami? Boston. I think the Heat are going. I think the Heat going to win. I think they figured them out.
1: Okay, so just to get that out there, I'm yeah. going to go Boston. So we'll be we'll be hating each other.
0: Yeah, I, I'm interested to see if the if the line's going to if like the Vegas is going to switch and have the Heat be the favorite now.
1: Yeah, we'll find out.
0: Yeah, because that didn't happen until Game Three of the Bucks series when the Heat are up two well. So that I'm just curious to see that. But either way, yeah, I think the Heat win. No, right now, as of right now, the Celtics are two and a half. Um, oh, they, they have, have it out. Half. Yeah, it's out. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, I guess on yeah, DraftKings, they have it at minus three. So That's interesting. The Heat, no matter what, they're just, like, when are they going to finally give in? And, like, the Heat are up 2-0. I don't know. When that's they're up 3 <laughs> Yeah. When the Heat win the series, then we'll give them the, the credit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, anyway, so we'll move on to our picks of the day. So, for our lock, we were debating between some teams. The Lakers, I think we're both – we'd like them to win, but that's not, that's not lock approved. Um, some baseball action. The Yankees are just on an absolute heater and they play the Red Sox who stink. So that's an option. But the one I like that I want to talk to you about is Bayern Munich starts their season up against some random Bundesliga team that I can't pronounce. Um, they're heavy favorites, but I think that that's a, that to me, that's the lock of all locks.
1: Yeah. I mean, of course they're, it's like college football week one where these powerhouses play their tune-up games. I think this yeah. is very similar to that. Bayern Munich is just going to absolutely destroy um So, yeah, I think that's a safe bet. Um, I'm comfortable with it, I think. So what we're going to do actually moving forward is I know we mentioned a bunch of other random things as we're um, kind of talking through everything here. So what we're going to do is we're going to put out our official picks up on social media and we're going to talk through them here. And then we also are gonna have a honeypot of picks because you know bears love their honey so we'll have yes, a we do. pot of picks of things we talk about that we do also like uh through the episode and, and we'll kind of just post those as, as our as our honeypot picks moving forward um so i think we'll put the
0: lakers and the yankees money line plays in our honeypot for today yeah so the background behind that is we were texting yesterday and we were like you know I kind of feel like a lot of the stuff we say on the pod ends up coming true. Like we like the, obviously the under for the Bengals Browns did not, but the under for the lightning did the under for the heat did Um, the Kemba over that you really liked hit. We talked about the Tatum under that hit. Um, So we were kind of just saying how, like we a lot of the things that we like seem to hit, but it's just, is that just confirmation bias and we only remember those. So we figured let's just get it out there say, we officially like these things, Um, not our official picks, but like this is what we'd like for the day. And then we can really track, if we're actually know what we're doing or not.
1: Correctamundo.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So we're agreement. Byron is our lock. Yeah, I'm cool. cool with that. All right. So with our dog in the same vein, we like the Nuggets to cover, but we're too scared to take them as a dog. So um, the one the one thing we wanted to look into was the MLB, which I know that um, there's a couple that we like, but I, I know that you really like the Royals. So if you want to talk through that. Um.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Royals. They're they're a good team. Um. <clears throat> so we had a couple options here. Um. One of them was the Twins because they've been playing pretty well. Um. Another was uh, obviously the the, um, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They've also been playing pretty well here. They did lose last night, but they had, they won the series. Um uh, But but against the Angels in their in the last three game set. But um, as for the Royals and the Brewers, so. Adrian Hauser's pitching for the the Brewers and he's one and five with a five four ERA. And Danny yeah, Duffy's he stinks. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty bad. So Danny Duffy's out pitching for the uh, Royals today, and both teams are, are pretty bad to be honest. Um, you know, the Royals are twenty one twenty nine. The Brewers are twenty three and twenty six. So uh, both kind of underperforming, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, Danny Duffy he's three and three with a four two ERA, so he's not much better, but. Um, he's able to get. He's been able to get some wins, and I, I think that that'll um, kind of help him. Um, I know we, we talked about uh, the. We've mentioned um, the Diamondbacks, or I mentioned the Diamondbacks. So that's a uh, the reason why we're not locking that one in is because the Astros are pitching Zach Granke today, and, and you know he's obviously one of the better pitchers in the league. So um, it's kind of hard to completely go in on that one, and then. Um, in terms of the Twins, this is another one that we're kind of torn between. Yeah. this is this is going to be tough, I'm, and if, if the Twins end up winning and the Royals end up losing, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but the Twins are putting out Rich Hill, and, and they're, uh, the Cubs are, uh, have Kyle Hendricks, and, and both pitchers have fared pretty well this year, um, but also both teams are, are pretty much dead even as well. Uh, the Twins are 31-21, and 21, the Cubs are 30-20, so uh, both good teams. This, that one really could go either way. Um, so it's, it'll be, it'll be tough, but I, but I do, I have faith in, in the Royals. Um, otherwise we're never picking the Royals ever again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the idea of just going with the terrible pitcher. So like yeah. in the other two dog options, the, the, Zach Greinke is a great pitcher that the Diamondbacks would be going against. And Kyle Hendricks is a great pitcher that the twins would be going to take your chances with a really bad pitcher and hope that they could just get to him. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, player prop, we mentioned that we like LeBron under 27.5. Um, this is not a disrespect to LeBron. LeBron, don't be mad at us. We still think you're the king. We just know how you like to feel out game ones. So, under 27.5, I'm pretty comfortable in. Yeah.
1: Like you said, in his last six game ones, he's only gone over 27 once, And that was when
0: he needed to against the Warriors in the finals. Yeah, exactly. So, um, the game prop, there were two that we mentioned. Um, well, I guess this one you haven't mentioned yet, but that, I kind of like the, the Nuggets over fifty and a half first first half points. Um, you run the risk of them having dead legs and just coming out cold. Uh, the Nuggets, I know in the last three games against the Clippers, they were a second-half team. But 50-and-a-half, I feel like – I mean, 50 points is nothing. I'm, I was surprised that it was that low in the first half. What's the Lakers? Do you, do you know that off the The Lakers is 54-and-a-half. Huh. Wow. So I don't know why they think the, the first half is going to be so low-scoring. Because, I mean, I guess if that holds, then we should just take the game under um, right. under under or we buy some points to make it like two fourteen but um, I w- I want to do something with the Lakers since or the Lakers nuggets game since we don't have it as our either a lock or our dog so just get a little more give the people a little more um, incentive to watch it with kind of what we have in mind so what of the two what do you think buy some points and take the game under all right so um, so yesterday I may, I had the decision and I got it wrong and you you blamed me so this one's Puniz decision so if he gets it right you can be happy with him and if he gets it wrong you can be mad at him just like
1: hey, I, hey, we were mad at
0: i didn't blame you yeah i didn't blame you you pulled the
1: kemba you blamed yourself i i wasn't Marcus smart over here uh you were you were just kemba
0: no no i'm, I'm not saying that i was mad at you i'm just saying if people need to shift blame somewhere oh <laughs> But no, I'm just kidding. yeah, I mean I literally did the same thing yesterday. I'll, I'll do it again. It's just it sports is like that sometimes. You just make the wrong decision. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but we'll move
1: the Denver over 50 and a half into our honey pot picks.
0: Yeah. Now. All right. So, we'll yeah, quickly our honey picks. Uh, love me some honey. So, Lakers money line we like that was minus 305. Um, the Yankees money line we like that is minus 186. We like the Nuggets plus 7. We like the Nuggets over 50 and a half. In the first half, we like the Twins and Diamondbacks as dogs, and we like the Azarenka and Joker both to win in their tennis tournament. I think the ATP is that what it is? Yeah, it's the Rome, it's the ATP Rome, the uh,
1: Roma tournament, Rome tournament, whatever it is. I can't remember the exact name, but
0: yeah, it's it's whatever tournaments in the yeah. Rome right
1: now. Um, so
0: Joker's just going to come out with his they're both playing, with his yeah. ass on fire after getting kicked I out. I mean,
1: and I honestly. Also- I would I – would. i I'm going to put this – I'm going to add this into the honeypot as well, just Joker winning the tournament. I think he's pissed off that he – that the, the way he got disqualified from the U.S. Open, and I think he's just going to take it out on, yeah. on everyone in this tournament. Yeah, I
0: totally agree. And you can also take Azarenka – you can also parlay them because the odds aren't great. Like, my, Joker is minus 560, Azarenka is minus 350, so you could parlay them together. I know, I know Pune hates parlays, but that's uh, you could parlay them together just to get some little better odds. A little secret for you. I, I played that parlay like 10 minutes before we started. <laughs> Love um. it. So there you go. So, um, live action on the pod, but that'll yeah. that'll about wrap it up. So, we have our honeypot picks, but just to quickly go over our uh, our, our official picks lock, Byron, dog, Royals, player prop, LeBron under two, 27 and a half, game prop, Lakers, Nuggets under 214, game total.
1: All right, I smell a four and oh, I smell
0: an eight in the weekend because we got our football picks tomorrow. Yes sir. So yeah,
1: just uh, again to keep it in mind, we'll be posting our uh NFL prediction NFL week 2 episode tomorrow uh, and uh we will we'll be going over all the games uh week 2 in depth for Sunday uh, and um that will be a fun episode, but uh until then, we uh hope you enjoy game 1 of uh, the Western Conference
0: Finals and enjoy some baseball today yeah, and Yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you off. One thing I want to add. Um real real sure. quick. So if the if you agree with either me or Puneet on the Marcus Smart argument cuz we both took very opposite sides I'd be interested to hear who more people agree with just to kind of get a poll of the audience so um send us your feedback post on social
1: yeah. post on social yeah let's get a conversation going on on instagram yeah Twitter. we'll
0: post it on both and then uh yeah just give us your feedback who you, who do you agree with just curious
1: yeah it's uh, I, I like that so yeah looking forward to your feedback you cups and daves yeah. but don't, um,
0: don't fail us now we will yeah yeah,
1: we will uh we'll we'll catch back up with you guys tomorrow with the NFL um week 2 episode but until then uh happy watching, happy betting and uh bears out. Peace.